This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha and Caverns Deep below the metro area. It's THN cover to cover for Saturday, September 24th. I bet you thought we quit. We didn't. Okay? Was in rehab. I'm feeling much better. Here we are. By the way, my name is Matt Bomb. And today is Saturday, September 24th, as I mentioned. Sitting across from me. I'm glad to hear that your weenus is doing much better. It's doing much. It was big, bad shape. Yeah, boy. I've never seen one bend quite like that. I'm the Internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it looks. Because, yes, of course I visited him. He's my best friend. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah. had to see it. Yeah. Here's how it works. Saturday mornings at 1030 Central Time, Matt and I go live on Discord and Facebook Live to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and, of course, the question of the week live with our listeners. Joe's right. It's a live show, and we need you I to talk to us live. Person. I don't so understand how that's a dick. Jump into our Zoom. You can find the link pinned in the Cover to Cover channel on our Discord. I also spam it in our Discord chat, or you can just watch us this live stream on Facebook if you would like. If you can't be here live, that's cool. Feel free to leave us a message at the THN hotline, 402-819-4894. You can also find that phone number on our website and on our Facebook, or send an MP3 to TwoHeadedNerd at gmail.com. Before we open these phone lines, Joe Patrick likes to lay out a little bit of uh, just a snippet of the nerd news. We don't go into the whole thing. And a warning for some spoilers and stuff like that. But most importantly, our question of the week. Uh, All of what he said is true. Um, I'm not actually going to get into the nerd news because we gave that up. Uh, But I will give you a spoiler warning saying that uh, it's highly likely we will talk about the following. Uh, Star Wars Andor, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, which came out on uh, Wednesday yeah. with a three-episode premiere, basically a movie-length premiere. Um, we will probably talk about She-Hulk because I must. We will uh, probably talk about Rings of Power. Somebody will. I'm not up to date, but that's okay. It doesn't really feel like a show that can be that spoiled. I don't think you can spoil um, it at this point. If you try yeah. to spoil it, people are going to be like, I don't know what you're like talking about. Like if they about, came nerd. right out and said, that man is Sauron, then yeah. I guess that's a spoiler. But well, Yeah, didn't. but that's what everybody's doing right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you can expect spoilers for all of that. Uh, other things like Sandman, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which is now in Disney+. Plus. Uh, Star Girl, I'm the only one watching it. Um, just be prepared. Uh, we've got a few news ideas here that I have posted in the uh, Discord chat. I guess one thing I would, I'll, I'll name drop, just because I'm taking credit for it, is DC is bringing back foil and boss covers. Yeah, <laughs> I assume based entirely on the performance of our cover gimmick co- Cosmic Longbox episode. Without a doubt. I mean, it's not even award season. And that show is already up for awards. Are you going to read him this question that. of the week or what? Yeah, man. The question of the week is courtesy of Frank Cirillo. He is with us today. Frank says, I heard Matt mention Charles Vess, and it made me think about how beautiful his art is, which led me to wonder whose art is too beautiful for comics. It's not to say that they shouldn't be drawing comics. It's just that their art is so far and above the average artist doing regular house-style comics. So... This is an artist that's magnitudes uh, uh, above 
right. what you would consider a typical sequential comic artist. Yeah, not necessarily like, you know, your badass Jim Lee's a draw flash stuff. Like, straight up, this person is an artist. Oh like, my if you God. don't know, who, like, Google <laughs> Charles Vess, you'll, you'll immediately see what we're talking about. Let's get into it. Let's start with our friend. Let's do it. Let's start with our friend JD. JD, jump on in here. How are you this morning, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Sound Glad to see you guys. I missed you guys. I missed you. We missed you know everyone. We missed you too. Yeah, it's always uh, feels off when we don't get to talk to everybody. Yeah. So first of all, Joe, I want to apologize for calling you out on YouTube. <laughs> That's okay. Whoa, no, whoa, um, whoa! I want to know what's the beef. I, what I, happened? So I I misread I misread the wiki for Spirit Rider. Oh. When we were doing Uncle Joe's story time, she did not first appear in the Infinite comic. It's that she is currently starring in an Infinite. Okay. Comic. All, right. all right. Um, she first appeared in the series Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer's Supreme. Oh. We recall that shortly. Which is an amazing series. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. I just. Um, and there was a there were a bunch of Doctor Strange esque characters. She was one of them. Yeah, they were also they were all Sorcerers Supreme from their particular time frames. Yeah, it was Sorcerers Supremes from various different uh, times. They were all brought together by Merlin to fight some big bad that turned out to be uh, Isaac Newton. Uh, <laughs> all right, great. I he was it. a Sorcerer Supreme. You know I have time. no further questions. Robbie Thompson wrote uh, that. Okay, yeah. I yeah, Robbie Thompson that. and uh, Javier Rodriguez did the did the the very very bizarre yes. wonderful art. Yes, I love Javier. He's Rodriguez. so good. Um, God, he's so good. But I think it, Robbie Thompson is also currently writing the Infinite comic as the creator of. Yeah, and then and then uh, so Kashula also appeared in a one shot called Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider number one, which had the unfortunate uh, earmark of being written by Taboo. Yes, Taboo wrote that from uh, from uh, the Black the Black Eyed the Black Eyed Peas, who a band that like look, I don't like to trash people's taste in music, but there are certain bands that I cannot abide by that are just unacceptable the offspring is number one oh, yeah. very yeah. close offspring number rule two. no they don't joe and you should not say that out loud on the internet number two absolutely anything that has anything to do with the black eyed peas oh my god it is just so nonsensically stupid i can't handle it it makes me <laughs> right, look it makes me want to hurt again, children i'm not i'm not def- i'm not defending the songwriting but and i'm also not i don't know if, if i'd go so far as to call myself a fan and I understand that you're a judgmental jerk, and that's just your brand, and that's fine. Nothing to do with but, that. Yeah, it is. It's everything to do with that. There you're are being good things, and there are bad things, Joe. No, it's right. fine, but it's also- it's a good thing. Also, Let's talk about the Thunderbolts. Let's talk about also, the Thunderbolts. It's also okay to like bad things if they make you I agree. You I agree. If you can acknowledge, yeah, like, like, hey, this sucks I so bad that I love thunder. it, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, 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 hold on there, JD. Well, we'll talk but, about uh, that too. I think we should talk okay, about no, no. First of all, first, really, the, Thunderbolts. I really want to talk There's about the Thunderbolts at D twenty three. Yeah. So, because I am stoked for this. I know everyone's saying not my hashtag, not my Thunderbolts, but Zemo's Citizen V version of Thunderbolts. I don't know. I'm not going to say it can't exist in the in the MCU. It can't, it can't but exist in the MCU. It, not it, that it, way. How could it be? Not it, that it, way. They would have to and, tweak and, it quite a bit. And the thing that I'm so excited about this particular group and seeing that cast made me go, oh, I know the story. The story just, it, it, it writes itself. I mean, it's, it is, this is the governmental response to Avengers and the Sokovia Accords. This is the team the Sokovia Accords created. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and I even know how they got their name Thunderbolts because 
the oh, cuts of Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, the main architect of the Sokovia Accords, who has passed. Yes, the yeah, actor passed they will on. Say that he passed. I think they'll say that he passed. Yeah, the they'll show. say he passed on, and so they're 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 calling the team the Thunderbolts in honor of him. So we have basically a team of like misfit super soldiers and Ghost. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. just perfect because it's yeah. it, it's you know, and then I think that will give, and they're going to be the Thunderbolts in, in spirit and the fact that they are going to be more aggressive. They are going to, they're going to be the John Walker of, they're going to be a the U S agent. Absolutely. Team. Yeah. They are and going to be, be a military team more or less. Yeah. Like and you are sent in to do this stuff. You're all criminals. You have to do it. It's this or prison. Well, and, and they have to form the team that way because like Sam's not going to, I mean, Sam is captain America, but he's not playing. He's not a team player right now because no. yeah. he's not, he's not, trucking with the government right now, which is kind of how Bucky's going to get ro- roped in because he couldn't even get a bank to- loan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that the Thunderbolts ultimately leads to, all right, go arrest Captain America. He's screwed yeah. up. Go arrest him. He's not playing by the rules. We want him on our mm. side. Go arrest him. And new world order is going to be cap exposing all of this evil stuff right. that's pretending there, to be good. Um, and I still think. I still think. I still think we're leading up to a young Avengers team because I still I think. Too. I can still see. Well, that they're I, being, I think. I think that. I think that Phase Four and Phase Five and Phase. Oh my God! Eleven. <laughs> uh, I guess Phase Four ends with Wakanda Forever. But so I think that. I think that uh, the next two phases. I don't think we're getting just one story. I no. think we're going to get two stories. Yeah. Because yeah. the Thunderbolt <laughs> story. Does not overlap with the Kang story, except for maybe at the end of it all, the Thunderbolts appear to help fight. Quite possibly, but I agree. Yeah, I think yeah, there's going to be a very like, cosmic, there's nothing about there's nothing yeah. about the trajectory of the cosmic Kang story no. right. that has anything to do with the formation of the Thunderbolts or any of these characters. Right? Because I'm still imagining. Because I'm honestly still imagining. You know, they go to they go to arrest Captain America, and they're about ready to get him beat, and then you know. Kamala shows up with yeah. with Kate and right. you know and all of that you know we get uh, maybe stature uh, uh, who is Isaiah's uh, oh yeah Elijah Elijah thank well, you yeah Patriot? Elijah Bradley uh, shows maybe up. we'll see Elijah Patriot yeah, is that, that his name cool. Patriot, yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah, remember Patriot. I couldn't remember exactly. No, totally, because it would make sense if like all these characters and especially Sam's nephew is like, okay, yeah. so hold on. All of a sudden, well, that's you know, not Sam's nephew. Oh, well, I mean, it's Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. But like they yeah. look and they see like, OK, so we've got a black Captain America that is speaking some truth. There's a super gnarly military team running around pretending to be Avengers doing yeah. violent stuff. Sam is like, and now they're coming to arrest him. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. We are not putting up with this. And this is yeah. your new young Avengers. Yeah. And on top up. of that, you got the little Pakistani girl from Jersey City. You whooping whooping ass yeah, with Captain yeah. Marvel. Love and, it. Like, and I think like, yeah, I. Somebody, I don't remember who, uh, so forgive me, but somebody had a, a theory about how um, the scroll stuff was going to lead to Hulkling, and I say no, um, because the it, the oh Hulk that was is, that was um who said that Harvey Harvey said that Hulk was flying um, back to Sakar to get his son. Oh Hulk yes, right. Harvey. Yes, Harvey was going back to Sakar, Hulk was flying back to Sakar. Yeah, as shown in She Hulk, um, and it's going to have something to do with Hulkling, not Scar. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. I don't really even see Hulkling being a factor. Uh, in the MCU, I you know you could say that about anybody. Right. Uh, right. You could say that 
You could say that about the character introduced this week to the MCU, which hey. I will not mention until the She-Hulk talk comes up. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you, because I'm, I'm, I'm one episode behind, unfortunately. Yes, you're right. Um, but uh, I, I just don't see that happening because I think you can have an Earth-based Young Avengers team with four members. Yep. And you've got them. Sure. They're ready-made. Sure. Just, yeah. All you need to do is give a little bit of setup to Elijah. And and then you're good to go. So, got, so who, who, Kamala, who are we saying is in the Young Avengers? So we've got Kate, Patriot. Kamala, Elijah, uh, and the f- who was the fourth one? Shoot, Patriot. Oh, Stature. Oh, Stature. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. Cassie. I would like Cassie. to see. A, we already know that she's gonna get a suit in Ant Man three. I would like yeah. to see a young Nova there too. I would really like it. Yeah, that would be cool. I would like to see a young. There's Nova. no chance. Probably not. <laughs> but like, there's been rumors of Nova doing something forever. If they're going to do Nova, he's yeah. probably going to be a space thing. Oh, I believe that they, I, be, now I think that Richard Ryder is, I might, I might've dreamt it. I might've just dreamed it and hoped it was real, but I thought that James Gunn confirmed Richard Ryder. I thought we, there was talk that Richard Ryder was For a Guardians thing that's 3. happening. So I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, but we, but we also know that the Nova Corps as it is, is way different. Well, then but you can easily they'd have to do some. They'd you, have to do some. You just fix that. You say like, okay, the Nova Corps is all wearing helmets and they all shared this Nova power. But when there's only one Nova, they don't they have, have any power, though. They fly ships and have guns. Well, sure. But like they do wear helmets. Right. So you say, yes, they yes, do wear helmets. it was so, like the Nova power yeah, but, is spread out against this whole force. But when you but shrink also, it into one, also, it's super you powerful. Know, okay, so you know? That was a version. That was a version of the Nova Corps that we saw in Guardians. And there's and nothing got, to say that destroyed. It, there's nothing to say that in in you know response to all of the events of those movies, they didn't consolidate the power into a helmet. Right. Right. Yeah. As no. An, yeah. It just, it just needs technique. a little bit of. It needs a little bit of housekeeping, right? Yeah, it needs some that, exposition. It just needs some yeah, exposition. To, 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 like we need it. We need um. We need a little bit of explanation for like oh, as a response to uh, increasing galactic threats and cosmic weirdness, uh, you know, celestials coming to life and all sorts of shit. Um, Earth becoming a massive problem. Um, <laughs> we have decided to create our own super soldier, right? You know, yeah. and he's the horrifyingly overpowered Nova, <laughs> Nova the human rocket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking, speaking of the Infinity Saga, do you guys see that somebody uh, stitched together an edit of yes, the Infinity Saga I in chronological order? Night. I heard about that just last night. I have not seen. Oh, it. I should have said. I saw it from that li- from that. Uh, from that New York talking gal on on TikTok, I yeah, just sent yeah. it to you. Yep. Um, Post yeah, that in some, our Discord somewhere. I need to see this. I have not seen it. Uh, well, I don't have a link to it, but I, find I, it. it's in it Reddit. Might be on Reddit or somewhere okay. in the bowels of Reddit. Um, so yeah, some somebody during the pandemic stitched together, uh, basically a timeline. First, they constructed a timeline uh-huh. of the entire MCU in chronological order, including deleted scenes. Okay. Including deleted scenes and also like scenes that happen between movie, you know, like scenes yeah, from right. a movie that happen in time. So it's like not an it's not a stitch of just all the movies in chronological order. It's the it's actual like, right. events. Yeah. So like this this scene from you know so it Spider-Man starts with Homecoming. Oh, so it starts Captain Marvel, Spider- Captain America: Civil War. Gotcha. Yeah, so they're right. they're yeah. fitting puzzle so, pieces together. Is what? Yeah. You're right. Yes. They okay. jigsawed it together and then they actually made. Um, it, it is a, I believe it's a 10 piece, uh, it's a 10 file collection, uh, 
Each or, file is like five hours they're, long. They're they're like ten gig files. Yeah. Um, and they're multiple hours long. Oh my god! Of uh the entire MCU in chronological order. Okay. So I, I need it, this. It would start. I need start this. With, <laughs> it would start with the first Avenger, and then it would go right into Captain Marvel. But we wouldn't get the end credit sequence of Captain America until. Right. After Iron Man, yeah, until after, right. Iron, yeah. Well, uh, and then you know you probably and like it actually probably starts with like scenes from Thor, right? You know. Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Scene, uh, or like, the or, or actually Marvel. probably scenes from like the Celestials making the universe and stuff. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, they're just, they just not in that's the just Infinity Saga. That's just exposition. Okay. And also the, the Eternals oh, uh, is not in the Infinity yes, Saga. Uh, only up that's to true. The, only up to Infinity. Okay, Eternals was yeah. not yet. Yeah. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> This is some crazy shit. I did see uh, I did see Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Uh, I I liked it. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was really, really a fun movie. It's not a good movie. I but agree. It's a fun movie. I think that's where I'm coming down on it now, too. I watched it again uh last week and I chuckled again. It hit all the spots yeah. and I was like, this is fun. It's and then when it was over, I went, B, it's only minus. it's only fun. It's only yeah. fun. And I think they it's re- fine. They really did gore and Jane dirty. They really did. Yeah. Too many, too many jokes. Too much slapstick. Gore was a great character. Yeah. I think they, I think they shortchanged both stories. Yeah, it, it should have been one yeah. story, one or the we other. Should have gotten a Thor, a Thor four and a Thor five. Right. We should have gotten a Thor, a, a, you know, a, a story about Gore the God Butcher that ended with, that maybe could have ended on a cliffhanger. See, I think I think with, the opposite with Odin's son. No, because well, then I, I, Thor I, I, five I think, is Jane. No, coming well, back I, to I think, save it. Okay. I think the fact that I think the fact that they the fact that they were trying to get Jane with Mjolnir after we had Hela destroy Mjolnir. Yeah, I think they 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 had to do some serious acrobatics to make that work. Yeah. which they made lemonade they made lemonade out of lemons by making her you know the way she wielded Mjolnir with the whole like shotgun effect. Yeah, that was kind of yeah, cool. God, that was so cool. That was kind of yeah, cool. Really I wish cool. they had thought of that in the comics. But had they had you yeah. done this story of just Thor and Jane, right? Yeah. Jane's got the hammer. Thor's unworthy right now. He's trying to get worthy again. Finds out Jane has cancer. It's a whole thing. Thor has to grow up a little bit, realize like, okay, people do die because of this. There's ramifications of this stuff. And then you set up a story with Gore the God Butcher and Hercules where all right, all right, Hercules' hey, dad goes, go stop this God Butcher. And Thor's dad goes, go stop this God Butcher. And they're like, I'm going to do it. No, I am. And they're both so yeah. cocky. I, and he I hate to be the guy. I hate to be the guy, but daddy we got to so. move on. Yeah, we, we got to keep right, moving. Ed. We got to keep moving. Daddy, anything else briefly? Uh, No, no, that's it. Just uh, right, read, hey, read Dr. Strange and Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun book. Yeah, it's a fun book. I think I read the first two and fell off. JD, good to talk to you. Damon Wait Chan, get in here. Uh, I, I read the first two of a lot of things. I would say almost every book that comes out, I read the first two of them fall off. <laughs> I'm really good at the first two issues. <laughs> Damon, how are you, man? Good morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Oh, good all morning. Right. Yeah. Happy to hear you're open about Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, it happened on, it happened on Monday uh, afternoon and it's gotten better every day. So it's just, you know, I just Ugh. tweaked a muscle and it's, it sucks. Listen. I know how that goes. I, I am also of old, older age, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was uh, immobile for like two weeks because of some random foot injury. So I feel your pain, brother. Fun, <laughs> fun. You know, it's, it's just that like it, it's one thing when you can like when you have an excuse for it, like I was playing football or mm-hmm. I was wrestling with my dog or whatever. 
it's another thing where it's just like, well, I took a I took a step in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. Enough of injury cast. Something tear. Let's talk comics. Injury cast is fun. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I actually have um, an answer for the question of the week, uh, which might be might be somebody else's, or I don't know. But only. But I think the 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 person that comes to mind when it comes to beautiful art in comic books that probably don't uh, wouldn't be there is probably like Alex Ross. Sure. That's the very first name that I thought. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do find it funny, like some of his older stuff. Um, I mean, it makes sense in retrospect. Usually we're late because he was painting, well, everything. Yeah. Um, Which is why I think I ended up liking a lot of his covers more than when he actually penned entire comic books. Because that is something about his style that it works great as covers. But I don't know if it really works as a comic book. I mean, it looks beautiful. Have you seen his new Fantastic Four graphic novel? I want to. Uh, Should I? Yes. You absolutely should because so Alex Ross, let's just talk about him for a second. He's been, he's a wonderful painter and I will always love what he does, but there is a school of people out there like, I'm kind of over it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I I feel like I've seen a lot of it. I'm kind of over it. And I don't know if that sunk into Alex Ross or what, but he started adding stuff to his style like drastically changing what he does. It's still Uh, Alex Ross. novel is, is purposefully experimental yes it's experimental it's him messing with his style and it is incredible it doesn't look like someone's like well i gotta stay cool with the kids so i'll start you know like i'm gonna mangify everything not at all it's alex ross really experimenting with his and not just his painting but his actual storytelling his paneling the way that like his comic booking if you will and it is incredible that's it's not a thing. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Comic and I agree. That's not a, that's not a, a word. That's not a noun. Before, <laughs> I would argue that, yeah, Alex Ross, amazing at spreads, amazing at covers, but his comics could kind of come off as a, you know, a lot yeah. of spreads. Basically. Mm-hmm. To say the least. And if he's I, really yeah, digging it. You know, uh, like for me, uh, Alex Ross, like I, I think I, uh, you know, we've all, we, we said it and we said it when we said it, uh, but, um, He's tremendous, obviously gifted, mm-hmm. uh, phenomenally gifted. And in the 90s, Alex Ross was like a revelation, yeah. right? Like that that this could be something that we could see in panel-to-panel comics, yeah, not just on covers. Right. Uh, the covers were one thing. And then Marvels came out. And yes, uh, all the things – to me, Alex Ross, you need to view his work differently. Painted art – is not ever going to look oh, of course fluid right it's it's never, never it's yeah. never going to look dynamic in the way that like hand like hand sketched comics are sure mm-hmm. um because there's just something about the medium where it's just like this is a this is an image frozen in time um and that's kind of how you have to look at it in my opinion um and so, like, I still like his stuff, but I, I agree with something that Matt used to say about Helen Davis uh, is that, like, you know, whenever Alex Ross does I still something, say I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've uh, I feel like I've seen everything Alex Ross will ever paint. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out with his graphic novel, um, which I'm, which I'm going to pick up. This is new, by the way, or this is. Yes, uh, it just new. came out. It's Fantastic oh. Four Full Circle is the name of it. And uh, yeah, but like to me, like Kingdom Come. Like will always be like the peak of his yeah. work in my oh, mind. Absolutely. Not that he, not that he hasn't not that yeah. he hasn't improved. 
mm-hmm. because all artists improve with time or, you know, ideally. He was already at um, a level, though, where it's like, how do you improve? And I think he yeah, figured that I, out. I, and I, now I, he's I, really yeah. messing with his style. And I love it. I love it. it it's yeah, just I'm, the, I'm like, I, I just think that now. Kingdom Come is like such a. It, it, it's 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 such it's a, a perfect blend, uh, a, yeah. an expression of his love for yep. DC Comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the that, panel yeah, where Superman shows back up and like all the all the heroes and villains are fighting and they stop one by one. Oh, yeah, right. And yep. start yeah, looking up. Burning, and like memory, one guy's yeah. like, look, and then someone's like, just up in the sky. There. And yeah. somebody's mm-hmm. like, is it a bird? And then Superman's just angrily like mm-hmm. standing over them, like, what have you jerks yep. done? And it yep. is a perfect yeah. page. It's yep, a Daddy perfect home comic page. book page. Like, yeah. oh what else, God. Damon? Um, yeah, so D23. Um, I do want to talk about some of the trailers. Yeah. Uh, my personal fave is that Werewolf by Night, because I don't yeah. know what the hell I love it. is going on, but I love it. I hope it's just <laughs> pure horror camp. I don't care if it ties yep. into anything. I yeah, love it's a it. grindhouse. I mean, I, I couldn't believe they went for that trailer style. Um, yeah, and, uh, I love it. Man thing is in it. By the way, was that TBA agents that was spotted in that trailer? Because if so, I have a weird uh, feeling. People I are, saying, people are saying it, but I don't, I don't know. I think that's a reason. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I think that's a reason. But I mean, it might tie into the whole uh, man thing appearance, though, because of the whole multiverse. Nexus of you know? all realities. Yeah, because yeah. exactly. the man thing, so, like, that's his, that's his jam, you know? Correct. Yeah. Let's, and, okay. Uh, look, look, look. If they show me thing in the swamp and Howard the Duck shows up, Howard the Duck's <laughs> not going to be there. It will automatically, <laughs> it will immediately be the my favorite thing the MCU has ever done. Unless they do something where like scene opens, swamp, and you hear Howard the Duck's voice like, get your hands oh, off me. Swamp. I haven't done anything. Da, 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 da. And they cut to man thing, <laughs> throwing him through a hole into another. You're like, get out of here. <laughs> like, oh, you're not supposed yeah. to be here. We know we know it's canon that Howard showed up to defend Earth. It's true. Yes. In Avengers exactly. Endgame. It's so true. unless he got a hitched a ride back to nowhere. Yeah. He's got to go somewhere. Oh, wait, didn't nowhere get yeah. destroyed? Yeah, nowhere's maybe. gone. Uh, yeah, it got blown up. It's, it's complete. Yeah, it's bl- obliterated as of the last Guardians movie. Yeah. So, like, uh, where else is he? He probably went to Cleveland <laughs> and met Beverly. <laughs> no, we are not fitting the original uh, Howard the Duck uh, movie into listen. MCU canon. We're not doing that. Speaking I mean, of things he that actually are, did li- he, but he actually did live in. Cleveland, I know, though, but speaking of things that are so bad that they're amazing. Go watch the original Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> I mean, I do really love the fact that he called it Cleveland. It's yeah. uh, pretty funny. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it is a huge part of his canon, both in the comics and, of course, the movies. So, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> but, but yeah, but that trailer got me hyped. Um, the Secret Invasion, I have a weird feeling. I kind of know where it's going. Um, I mean, we're probably going to have in-faction scroll fighting and all that fun stuff going on. It's definitely two different factions of scrolls yep. because... Yeah. Um, uh, w- upon my like eighth watch of that trailer, <laughs> because I couldn't get enough of it. Um, there's that, there's that scene in the restaurant where, uh, Talos is sitting in, mm-hmm. you know, his Mendelssohnian, uh, form and, Mendelssohnian. Uh, I like that. <laughs> ben, ben Mendelssohnian. Yeah. There you go. And, um, <clears throat> there's a room full of, uh, different people and he's talking to a guy and they all jump yep. up and transform into that same guy. Right. Yep. And so like, they're definitely having a tense talk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be 
scroll on scroll action with Earth caught in the middle. Hot scroll on scroll action. Oh, baby. Yeah, hot. And yeah, hot. Uh, that's the only kind. Full frontal I mean, scroll on scroll. Time- <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I am curious about also the time frame because supposedly this takes place. Uh, this is like the only one I think officially say takes place during the blip. So I guess it's going to fill in like how Nick Fury kind of starts up sword and all that stuff. And that yeah. leads into like the next so. time we see him in space. Um, my my theory the last time we talked about it was that it's going to go between the blip and the present day because Nick Fury got blipped. Mm, this is true also. Um, yeah. But we also know that Talos has a history of impersonating Nick. That's just it. We, that doesn't mean we can't have Talos with orders from Nick. To act mm-hmm. like Nick and do, but this why would Nick Talos? Thing. But why would Talos like look like old grizzled Nick Fury with no eye patch? No, no, no. Know, like I'm saying really that would be go. that would be modern. That, like this is happening day. now. Right. It's present day. I'm mm-hmm. saying stuff happening during the blip. It could very well just be the story of Talos acting as Nick Fury. Like it, right. maybe Talos, all this shit maybe come down. maybe like Nick maybe Nick and Talos worked out some contingency where it's like if I yeah. die, yeah, yeah, I need you. You, gotta you are over. me. You have to be me. He's a yeah. he's an LMD, Joe. He's Nick Fury's LMD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's a, but he's also perfect. like a military strat. Like he he's was what a, wasn't he like a general? He was like he a, was yeah. yeah. He was one like, of the leaders. Dude, of the like scrolls. there's no reason why he couldn't do the job. No, Talos is a total badass. We know that. Yeah, and so yeah, I think we're gonna see. He's no clerk. I think we're give gonna. Me, see, don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's no clerk. I mean, clerk's a grunt, man. He's just a. He's oh, a don't you man. stop that? Clerk is not just a grunt. He's a super. No, no, no. I don't like. I get it, but he's but. That dude, like he he lives for the battle. He I doesn't want to well, be in yeah. the boardroom. No, I'm mean, a soldier. Side note, isn't it? Isn't it also? I just remembered in Annihilation. Didn't Clark become like the like he became emperor? emperor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scroll. He was yeah, like the, he was like the interim emperor or whatever. Yeah, in, in, in between they because yeah. he was leading the, the army and they're basically like, look, we don't have a we don't have an emperor and we need a war general, so Fuck you're it. in charge. <laughs> and it was a no, bad and, and then it was a bad I, idea. And then I, <laughs> And then I think, like, it, I think he was. I might be mixing it up with the Shi'ar, but I thought that there was like a scroll daughter, but or no, it may he was he still the emperor as of Empire when they were like, okay, like the lineage of Hulkling has been confirmed, he is the emperor. I want to say he was of in a leadership position. He was in a leadership. He was in a leadership position, but there was the evil scroll that impersonated Jessica. As an right. Spider Woman that was impersonating the oh, ruler of the Shi'ar years years and years ago. Well, now she didn't. Yeah, they revealed. Really nope, they revealed yeah. she did not die, and she oh, was. Imperson- oh wait, she was impersonating somebody in the Shi'ar. Correct, oh, and she right. started Holy the war shit. because they. Yep. She wanted to prove like the scrolls are a war race and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and so she started the war. And Clert was actually a good guy at but, this yep. point. Okay, but the uh, hold on, it was a whole thing. But, but Empire I, wasn't I about the Kree scroll, Kree and scroll fighting. It was about the Kotati. I'm not talking about the Kreezers. The Kotati were like stuck in the middle. The Kotati were victims. no. The Kotati were the attacking force. Yes, but they were doing the Kot- so. The Kotati were the aggressors because they were provoked. We found out later on. Right, the whole thing. I think I she was think manipulating. Right. I yes. remember this time. The yeah, Sha- she, was she was manipulating the, the Shi'ar, who were manipulating the Kotati. It was a whole thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it all got a little convoluted, to be honest with you, when yeah. I was reading it. But I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Empire <laughs> was a lot of fun. I really liked it. It was. I thought the whole thing was about this, uh, the Celestial Madonna, being like, hey, guess what? It's my universe. No, that's what they tried to put. Po- but like, it turns out they're not 
bad. The Kotati were fine. Right. They were manipulated into doing this. The only good plant's a dead plant. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, and it was get, Iron Man we... that discovered all that. It was Tony Stark was like, oh, we are fighting the wrong guys. It was I, a I'm whole thing. Leave it. I barely right, I'm just going to leave uh, this, uh, my last thought. Yes, you're going to see the Katali as the swordsman, and all will be well. Hope so. I hope so. I hope he marries Mantis, a yeah. character who is nothing like her comic book counterpart, who he has never met in yeah. the MCU. And they have weird plant sex. It's going to be rad. It's Damon, only, it is good to talk way. to you. We're going to keep moving guys. here. Bye, Damon. Frank, how you been, buddy? Good to talk to you. Hey. Uh, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. I had a... I, I I discovered I had gallstones about good lord, man! Uh, what the six hell? Months ago, <laughs> yeah. When I went in for all that heart stuff, they said, "Oh, you have gallstones too." By the way, um, well, I mean, as long as you're there, and, you know. I, yeah, right. Well, it's like you're going you know, for a flat a, tire, a, and like you need an oil change too, man. Yeah, you know? I had a gallbladder attack the other night, and I was like, it was, it, "I've been I've been a little miserable for the last week." Well, let's do some escapism and take our mind uh, off. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna uh, first. I want to. I want to say my answer. Okay. And the first person that comes to mind, and it's of course, say it's a pre Alex Ross era because I knew someone was gonna say Alex Ross because, sure. you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, but you, you, your point about Alex Ross ha- having like you've seen one Alex Ross, you've seen them all. Was uh, but was is Pete my mine is Pete Craig Russell. Yeah. So. First person to come to mind. Stole mine. You stole mine. His, you jerk. Uh, that's a his great, work. That's oh, a I really love his work. I mean, there's a list of guys I could say right now, but yeah. I'm not gonna. But there, his work was so beautiful. I remember picking up any comic book that he did and was like, "What? Yeah. What am I looking at? You know, it yeah. was like, yeah, it was like looking at that. Um, I, I have a, I have a Jeff Jones like sample comic book, like where he just did a bunch of pages and it was like that, you know, yeah. but like on a, on a next level, you know, and, and if you're not familiar with Jeff Jones, you know, look his work up. His work is amazing. Um, he, 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 uh, changed, I can't remember what he changed. He, he, he became, um, female and I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, her name yes sorry no, i can't I, remember her name i remember i remember yeah uh, I, I i have heard of this person yeah she's I she can't passed her name at either. this point yeah. um unfortunately she had yeah she, she was a, a phenomenally talented oh my goodness so talented um but anyway yeah p craig russell is one of my favorites but yeah you know i was spider-man I, I, that the spider-man stuff that he oh did. my Oh man, it melted my brain. <laughs> right? Oh my god, it was so amazing. Loved you know, it. I wanted I wanted to talk about that that what Thor: Love and Thunder. Spider Man is there? There was like amazing. He did like some amazing adventure stuff with Spider Man. There was like a Spider Man Scarlet Witch story that he did and stuff back in the day. He oh, did, did a lot of work. All, for I, Epic. all I can think of is like is um um Charles Vest. Charles yeah. Vest did a Charles uh, Vest. Like did he, a, he did a um a lot of the black Charles suit Spider-Man Vest stuff. did a Spider-Man graphic novel, an original graphic novel. Yeah, um, yeah, probably have that too somewhere. Amazing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love I, I love I his the, work. I, I I know I know of Pete Craig Russell from doing like a lot of like Neil Gaiman adaptations. Yeah, uh, he did yeah, a lot of Doctor Strange stuff too. He did right. some Doctor yep. Strange. Um, he also did uh, a Kill Raven original graphic novel mm-hmm. uh, in the eighties. It was a um, ton of of um, <laughs> epic he stuff. Gave, he, he gave did Kill Elric. Raven pants. He like he gave Kill Raven pants. He took he put him out of he that. He did give him uh, pants. No, his Elric was that, uh, awesome. P. Craig Russell's Elric. So P. Oh Craig God, Russell is one gorgeous. of those guys that is probably like one of the only artists that could do something like Michael Moorcock's right, Elric in right. comic book form. because it's so uh, weird and so hey guys, psychedelic. I, I did watch Thor Love and Thunder and I agree with Matt. It 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 should have been two at least two movies. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It should have been a movie focusing on Jane and then a movie focusing on, you know, Gore, the God Butcher. But, it, you know, they seem it seemed like it was supposed to be. Let me let me. My theory is this is that Taika Waititi probably came to them and said, hey, I've got the script for these two movies. And they're like, nah, we just want one movie and uh, just make it work because it, it just seems so. So, you know, so, so mashed together. There was an article that came out in the past two weeks, a buddy of mine sent it to me, and it was like an interview with a few people that acted on, uh, that were in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Christian Bale was talking about how, like, he had a bunch of gore scenes that were cut out of the film. Yeah, like, right. there's scenes where he's, like, cutting his tattoos off of his face and stuff, wow. and, like, and really losing his, you know, religion and everything, and they cut all of it, and put in like more slapstick stuff. He was not mad about it in the article. Right. He was like, I get it. You know, like they wanted the film to have a little more lighthearted tone and be a little more slapstick yeah. funny. But if that is the case, then yeah, I don't think you need to put Gore in that movie. No, quite honestly. I don't think he should. He, he had to have be a in sillier it. villain that they can fight. Yeah. Or something. You know, man oh, God. Have him fight the, Man yeah, God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. great. Okay. I'm into it. You know, I would have. Did you see I that deleted yeah. scene? See the Man God. Or Ulick or something stupid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a deleted scene. Did you see the deleted scene? Yeah. From, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I just realized who you said. <laughs> you, um, oh, you looked the did, troll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you did you see that deleted scene with Thor and Zeus, where Thor, where Zeus gives and he goes, he goes, he's telling him, it's like, look, it, it's not, it's not a thing. It's just anything could be lightning. You know, anything could be the lightning bolt. Right. He just picks up a stick and he's like, and it become, you know, he throws it. He he's like, it's not about that. And he's like, kind of giving him this fatherly advice. Yeah. It's a great scene. It is, mm. and, and that's the thing that I was yeah. talking about. Like, I would have loved to have seen. Yeah. A gore movie where you see Herc and Thor and like buttonheads ego, ego wise. And then you have Zeus and Odin and Herc talks to Odin, you know, and is like, hey, man, I don't know why Thor thinks you're such a jerk, you know. And Odin's like, yeah, go punish him. <laughs> and Zeus is like, Thor, you know, like my son has been a real shithead about that. I need you to whoop his ass. And he's like, right on, Zeus, you're the coolest, you know. And they realize yeah, it was, we're it, just it, dudes it was, with daddy issues and egos yeah. that need to learn to work together together. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to stop this thing that is going to kill our dads that we think we hate. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> it would yeah. have been a it great was, story. It, it would have been. That would have been great. I mean, it was it's a fun movie, but in the end, it's not a good movie. And and I agree with what, what they said, what everybody said about it. You know, um, I, I watched the first episode of Andor, did not realize there were three episodes dropped. Yeah. A little bit confused, a little bit confused. But, you know, I have to watch the other episodes. But what, what I wanted to about what's that? What are you confused about? Well, uh, storyline stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just didn't follow it as well. I, I think maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not following it because I'm, not, I'm not thinking clearly about what's going on with, you know, what's going on in the movie. I'm just focusing on my own health at the moment. But it's just a little confused. It was very dark. Mm -hmm. um, I and then, and then it was like, I was like, is is Disney going? Is Disney going blue with this at the beginning of that episode where he's in, you know, the red light district and he walks into a brothel? Yeah. I'm like, is Disney about to go spicy? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, slutty Star Wars. I'm into it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go, man. You know, but I want my kids to see the show. So it's like, you know, it is definitely it was, more adult in tone. And I really, yes. really 
like that. It's serious. This is a serious story. And like, if you want to say they're telling different types of stories in Star Wars right now, fine. Let this be the extremely serious, also very timely. If you think about the war in Ukraine and the invasion from Russia and everything. Oh yeah. This is a timely story of the empire coming in, putting their foot down and like starting a rebellion, mm-hmm. literally. Like, how do what do right. we do to fight this? And sometimes oh, point, you need a guy like Cassian Andor, who is a not a good guy. He's a bad guy. And oh yeah, he's, him, he's definitely not a not a hero. You need but he's that a hero. guy to do some you know? dirty stuff if we're gonna yep. live. You know, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I mean, it was good, but I was just a little bit confused. Um, the other thing I wanted to just finish, I'll finish with oh, this real quick. I, okay, I, go I ahead. just like one the, about Andor and the plot, like we yeah. know it's all about him eventually joining the rebellion, sure. which you know, like spoilers, that's the arc of the first three episodes right. is that he goes off to join right. the rebellion. Um, and that, that's why they dropped it all as one. It's basically a movie. Um, they they pay some lip service very briefly at the beginning of the first episode about how he's looking for his missing sister. Yeah. And then they don't mention it again. Really? The rest of the rest of it is basically about him being hunted by the world's most insecure security guard. <laughs> what were right. those guys? Yeah. Were, were, were they like black the black water of the empire no i i I honestly think yes they are like working for the empire and this guy like wants to be noticed wants to be like the he's doing the thing he's standing with his arms behind his back he's acting like he's in the empire right he wants to be the guy you know the i love him the the the, he's dwight schrute he's the dwight schrute of that organization basically (laughs) and the watch (laughs) commander is like this is not worth our time right and watch commander's like let it go i don't know those guys were shitheads and he's like that's not the point (laughs) they were our shitheads you know it's great it's uh uh, yeah, so I would I I don't blame you. Like they they do mention briefly that he's on the hunt for that Andor is searching for something specifically his sister, right? And then like uh, he's trying to sell that thing to get money to get off planet, right? And and, and I'm like, sure that it, thing like, is- like like they barely mention like his motivation after that first moment. Yeah. Mm, so. Okay. Um, and and no, I want to I wanted to finish up with uh, I I got I did get the new Fantastic Four Alex Ross uh, book and man it is first of all I couldn't I can't get through it in one sitting because it's, it's intense it's so intense it's intense it, it is the it like the colors the layouts yeah his and his I mean honestly his artwork is stepped it makes up. his gallstones rattle. Yeah, right. <laughs> good Lord. It is so, it, I mean, it's good. It's yeah. really good. Even in, beautiful. The, even in the covers that he's been doing, he's been doing uh, Iron Man covers for a while now. Yeah. You can see him messing with his style in these covers. I, I just picked one from my cover. Yeah, week, for sure. A couple yeah. weeks ago, and it was like Iron Man wearing the Mandarin rings, and they're all glowing, oh. like neon colors, mm. like interrupting his eyes. And it's, Ooh. it is rad. Like he yeah. is really messing with his style, and I love it. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it's a great. It's it's so far it's great. Um, I'm about halfway through. I'm gonna probably try to finish it up today. Cool. Let me know. All right, guys. Let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to talk to you, Frank. We'll do. Good to talk to you yeah. too, Brian Amigos. How are you today? Good morning, guys. What's going on? <clears throat> Good morning, Brian. Are you ready for the dawn of the DCU, Brian? Yeah, who even knows what that means? I don't know. I yeah, don't. Nobody, nobody knows what that I don't means. know what it means. <laughs> Joshua Williamson knows what that means, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's like the thing that's annoying is like it's still so far away. It's only like a couple months, but it's like, can we? It feels like an eternity. It feels like an eternity. Like double this, put this book, this, this dark crisis thing 
twice as fast and let's get there. I'm just, I'm ready for something. We have three issues to go before the end and then presumably another month to go until we actually get to it. Yeah, because they're going to do it. Omega, Omega 2, Omega 3. No, they're not. What is this, Marvel Comics? (laughs) Um, Now, let me ask real quick. Are we all caught up on the current Dark Crisis stuff? Yes. I am as well. You know what? I'm, I'm loving it. I think it's, it's great. a it's lot good. of fun. Yeah. Like surprisingly I'm, good. <laughs> I'm well, this is like, I feel like it's been really, they've been a weird, like they've been pacing this out for years where it feels like, yes, from the, um, the, like the infinite frontier, which was since infinite frontier. Okay. Was that 20, that was what? 2021. So it's yes. been like this, this steady pace and where it's just like Joshua Williamson just doing stuff. And oh, there's all these other things Bendis is doing is pointless Justice League. Who cares? Like we're just, like books are coming out. Like, and literally he's just kinda, no reason to read it. There's no reason. And he's yeah. just so Williamson's just like setting up. It's like, have you, have you ever seen someone build scaffolding? Like when they're building a house or something, it's like sure. if I tried to do it, I would never do, be able to do it in a million years. But because the, they walk around and they put like one one uh, plank here, one over there. Right. Like little by little by little. And then 10 minutes later. It's like three levels. It's like, how the hell right. did that happen? But like, he's just kind of been he's putting stuff in the right spots years to do it. Yeah. Taking his time. And, um, you know, the art's been great, which well, is a huge got, thing. Like, and he's got like, he's got Tom Taylor. He's like, Tom, you go over here and, and, and hold that part. And Jeremy Adams, you go over in that corner and hold that part. Right. And right. So you know, like, I mean, they fixed like, Nightwing. They fixed Wally. Like Batman is back to firing on all cylinders. The JSA yeah. is here. Like the fellas. JSA is back. And yeah. And like, it, wait a minute. Wait, how did, what happened? How did this happen? Yeah. Like they, the, the JSA came back in Scott Snyder's run and who cares? You know, yeah. Like, right, like, it's, like, it's awful. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. It's like, you got to You have to do this the right way. And it's taken, I don't, you know, I mean, what else are we doing? So take your time. Right. right. But now I'm like, all right, now let, let's get, you know, wh- I, I wish your they- time. you've taken your time and now your time is up. <laughs> well, and, like, okay. Okay. Now, now we're, now we're waiting. Like, cause they did yeah. the, you know, like the solicits came out for, they did November and then November the had like two months worth of right. JSA. Right. Right. And, and yeah. November was like November and December, like in the, the one, like the August one. And now the September one has come out and that's like the rest of December and a little bit of January. Cause they, you know, they stagger the orders. So people are, you know, things are shipping at different times, right. but now it's like a week later, they're like, here's what's coming afterwards. It's like, guys, I just read this number seven solicit. Like you don't need to hype it up now. Yeah. Wait yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cause now you you're know, adding, uh, you're adding more time in between where it's like, now I'm getting frustrated. Like this I, is I, this, uh, I just real quick, like while we're on the subject, I want to talk about some story stuff. And these are some spoilers for um, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. So deal with it, nerds. All right. Um, first of all, I'm so glad that they're actually going back to the concept of infinite Earths because that's what a multiverse is. Right. Like a multiverse is not an arbitrary number that Dan DiDio thought was right. clever. Yeah. 52 planets with whatever going on. It's like, like, and and then you, and then you made, and then you made half of them terrible elseworlds. Yeah. Why did you give one of your 52 earths to the justice riders? (laughs) I mean, whatever. Uh, Let's go back to the uh, terror crisis. (laughs) uh, But you know, so like, so like as of infinite crisis, uh, dark crisis, number four, um, the infinite multiverse is back from like, 
it, it's probably not the same multiverse like come uh, like we all know this but similar to what it what uh pre-crisis dc was like where it's like everything everything goes um and then they're they're gonna do Mark Wade's gonna do this Big Bang book, which is basically like a magical mystery tour of the multiverse, right? Of the new multiverse, um, which again is going to be all f- friggin' fragging <laughs> dumb Elseworlds installments, but whatever, probably. Um, but the other thing is the JSA. There's a lot of talk in the JSA solicits that that make me wonder exactly the nature of the JSA. We know that the JSA we have now. They are the old guys, right? It's the right. mix of the old and the new, similar to what we had. Right. Um, like Alan is old, Jay is old, you know. But Ted there's like Grant young, is, young Yakim is there. But you've got like, like the new, you've got a new Dr. Midnight. You've got right. Jakeem Thunder. You've got Rick Tyler as our man. Um, but there's something in the solicit for, I think, uh, JSA number two, where they say that the Huntress has now arrived from the past. And I think that they're bringing back the idea that she is Helena Wayne. Ah, and and I and I don't know what that means. If they're gonna say that the JSA is from an alternate Earth, why? Because well, that was the deal. I mean, the I know, JSA I know. Was from Earth. The JSA was from Earth too, and and Huntress was the daughter of Bruce Wayne. Oh boy. Oh boy. So I I agree about the the infinite thing, like. Infinite is, you know, a number. I just dropped a link for the right. solicits in the yeah, chat. Too, it's just so why, it's, why cut your why why cut your legs off? You know, why, I, why limit yourself? The problem, like the problem with like I and I love that they got someone like Grant Morrison to do the multiversity stuff and actually label stuff because it's hel- it's helpful yeah, to kind of uh, set you know what each, map, yeah. yeah what each you know in fifty two it's like I I like the idea of an infinite thing. But fifty-two is still like too many, so it's this weird like. Agreed. It's too many. It's yeah. too you know many. What I mean, like I, I love the concept of infinite, but at the same time, like we don't need all this stuff. Like, no, we don't need that. Let's we don't limit need that. it. We don't need that. Decide it, what it does and make it cool, as opposed it, to it's this. It's this. It's that. It's this is where Bugs so, Bunny lives, it's, it's and like, this it, where the Thundercats live. It's when you. It's <laughs> when you say when you say it's a specific number then there is an expectation that you know what is each number. Yes, ideally. Right? And I, I want you to tell me what's on each number. Otherwise, what are we doing? Right. Um, right. If you tell me it's infinite, I don't need you to actually give me a billion multiverse stories. Yeah. yeah. But it lets you do whatever you want. Yeah. So having I think it's great. Having like Jeff Johns involves having Mark Wade involved mm-hmm. are re- it's really encouraging yes. because totally agree. fixing all that stuff, the post-crisis these zero hour like all that the the timeline wonky stuff the hyper time stuff just fixed it and that like everything happened because it happened and don't worry about it and then and you know and morrison was big on that and wade was so huge on it and like they kind of it kind of just it was like well yeah for wally west but nobody else like you know like it works in wally's book he goes to all these different things and timelines and all that and they keep and they keep making sly references to hyper time yeah, and I, so like, it makes me happy every time I see it. Oh God, I hate so, hyper time. <laughs> I hate no, it. It. oh well, but that's the thing. It's like that. That is that. Like 
smudging, right? It's right. the smudging of, Hi, yeah. And you know, like how, hyper hyper time was just their way. Like hyper time was just Mark Wade's cute way of saying I know. the infinite multiverse. I'm well aware about them saying, the but it also means that exists. Superman really did hang out with the Muppets for an issue. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. God, yeah, but, that's also, but that's, that's the whole point of like the multiverse. Everything happened. Right. right. So, uh, Frank just said in the chat, listen, I would really love to know where Bugs Bunny lives. Uh, yeah. But sure. It's one of those. And, uh, Earths. and I totally agree. It's one of those. Earths. Like, not on Captain Carrots. Earth. Actually, not on the zoo. we're not fully um, convinced that Warner Brothers knows that they have a comic book division. So, <laughs> if, 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 please, they, they know if there was something they could take and sell to like a different company today. Right. They would do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, um, if they, if they that, thought that they could if they thought that they could make money. Making a, a gritty Porky Pig. Oh, for meets, sure. Meet, you know, as a noir detective movie, they would do it. Yeah, of as, course. As, um, as a as a human Porky Pig, the, as a human detective. I think the Porky Pig have not greenlit that Elmer Fudd Batman story. And don't like, don't please, I don't need to see that live action. Please don't, because <laughs> it, it's like, oh, that's cute. It's like Tom King. That was like forty pages of gibberish. Like, come on, <laughs> nice artwork and like a, a cute idea. But Very nice good. artwork. Like, yeah, don't need it. Um, yeah, we don't need the entire story. That's an eight-page story. Right. That's not a full issue. Yeah. Um, Hypertime <clears throat> but, makes that real. Think about that, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> think no, about that. But, but this is the thing. This is what I, I like to think is that it made it real, but I don't have to worry about it. Fine. You know, like it's not something you have to keep because if it's continuity, you got to remember it, right? right? Like, mm -hmm. so that's the thing. It's like if it's- Brian, you and I, I don't. Joe does. <laughs> as long as Joe's there, he, he remembers No, Brian is- You and I can me. scrub it uh. if we need to. <laughs> no, but but that's, it's like, it's it's pick and choose, right? It's like, it, it's almost like you got your action figures out and you know what? Spider-Man's not part of this. He's not part of this toy line, but yeah, why not? Sure. You know, like, eh, but it's not permanent. Like whatever, it's whatever you want. And I, I, I found that really appealing. So having Mark Wade- involved in the first issue that like okay big bang we're gonna set some stuff up like awesome even if he's just the lead writer and stephanie williams or whoever does these other stories if he's in the mix not i'm, stephanie williams. I'm Wait, encouraged stephanie by williams that is not who i'm thinking of i'm thinking of Leo no williams. i'm with you 100 and like he's only he's so jerry well, pardon me he's listed as a writer on both the new golden age and justice society of america there's different artists and stuff but it's it's just Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns fundamentally understands these characters. We know that. Now, your mileage may vary on the Watchmen crap that he had tries to push into things. I hope it's Which just gone. He's, is, <laughs> so. At least with the the new characters that he created from the Watchmen Earth are still are sticking around. They the, are. the mime and um mime and marionette, I think, are there. Yeah, names. mime um, and marionette. I, I, I know it's like blah, blah, blah. We don't need that. They were awesome. They were him, good characters. They were pretty cool. Him, Dude, when he good equips the invisible belt, the invisible like, gun, click, click, yeah. it's oh, awesome. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's so because it, it wasn't schlocky. It was very serious. And Gary Frank, do, like it was, he, that book was immaculate. He knew they, the two of them did exactly what they needed to do. It was very and good. At the end, it's, it's Superman saying, Oh, thank God you're here. And it's the JSA. And it was like, this is everything I've ever wanted. This is it. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, Alan Moore. Go cry about nothing. No, it's, you, I mean, you should have right. Alan Moore, you should have taken the money. Donate it to somebody saying, Oh, I don't want it. That's baby shit. Take the money. Take the money and do something good with it. Cause you know what? Dave Gibbons needs the money. Cause he doesn't have health insurance. So Dave Gibbons got paid, baby. So yeah, take the money, man. Come on. Nonsense. All right, Brian, we're going to uh, keep moving here. Cause Jimbo's right, knocking on our door. Quick answer of the week. Okay. Um, too beautiful for comics because he doesn't actually put them out anymore. But Travis Charest. Yeah. 
for, forever and ever and ever. Absolutely. They gave him 11 years to do answer. that European comic. And he was like, how about I do 60 pages out of 100? And they're like, seriously, man, you didn't even finish this? He's like, gotta go. He's doing covers again. He's doing covers again, and they look great. Well, like they put him in charge of humanoids. Like the guy is like the the king shit at humanoids <laughs> yeah. publishing. He's or like whatever. their editor in chief over there or something. No, like I that. think his title is king shit. Oh, king shit. But, sorry, yeah. <laughs> king king creative director it, shit. It's, yeah, it's French. It's French. It doesn't translate. Oh, sorry. Yeah, really, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, he's French Canadian. Chief, I guess it's it's awesome. Closest English translator. <laughs> Brian, good to talk to you, man. Later, guys. Bye, Brian. Jimbo, get in here and close us out, will you? <laughs> king shit. King shit of humanoids comics. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, all righty. Uh, question of the week. God, this is hard. Uh, we're gonna go berserk slate author. Yes. Uh, Kendo Murai. His that it, it's like paintings, man. One hundred percent. But it's like paintings. But he's doing it all with pencil and ink. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it is. It is insane. It, it, I think I could, the only one that would come close would be One Punch Man's author. Um, but. I yeah we're we're gonna live with uh, Kendo Mura, uh the late great excellent choice he's incredible yeah um, let's see a couple of TV stuff uh, Gratz Harley Quinn getting season four all in love that show yeah. really funny yeah, nice. Doom Patrol uh, season four it's not dead Doom Patrol it's happening yeah Doom Patrol's not dead. <laughs> I'm excited and and I don't think that I I think that titans might get renewed as well which i know is not i don't care everybody it's a good sign though is my point sure like, right. sure and then everything is and then primal season finale did you see it man i have not watched the season finale yet though you breaking me man what? you had two weeks i gotta do it i haven't oh I have not watched it there's been so much tv i don't know if you noticed you have angered yeah, the gym but, there's been an insane amount like, of television <laughs> yeah but Great television compared yes. to mediocre television. Don't get that stuff confused. No, I agree. And I'm trying, I, I've tried to cut all the mediocre shit out. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I got to watch football. I got to watch Rings of Power. I got to watch Star Wars again. She-Hulk is on. There's so much on that I've had to say, good stuff only, Matt. We're doing good stuff. <laughs> all right. Later on, I can fall asleep watching 1889 or whatever, 1883 or whatever the Yellowstone spinoff is, which is really good, by the way. Uh -huh. But <laughs> it's Okay. Quick aside. Is the Yellowstone stuff actually good? It's I, some kind people of love it. My parents people love it. Love it. I haven't yeah. watched the oh, Costner oh, one. Is I've it TV for old people or what? No, I haven't watched the Costner oh. one. I've only watched the Old West one and the Old West ones. I mean, if you like Old West stories, it's great. It's fantastic. It's, it, it, it's written. What is it written by the guy? Uh, I forget his name. But it, 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 Joe, it's it's extremely well written, and so it's for yeah. people like it's like drama. It's like family drama, and people love it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like I I'm not against it or anything. I just it's it it just seems to have come out of nowhere as this like hugely popular thing and it it's, it was on Paramount Plus and like that's why it didn't get a lot of pub and then people were like it, it just built up a cult following and now it's huge. So, there yeah. you go. Uh, and then uh two things, one thing, you know, in your D23 news Which is it, Jim? Is it two things or one thing? Uh, well, on. we'll get to that. So, in the D23, you guys forgot to, you know, go over the news that you know, Disney and when Bleach is airing with Disney. Oh, wait, because Disney hasn't said shit. And it's all hearsay on who owns the rights. And I hate it. And it drives me nuts. So, <laughs> did forget, yeah. Did we forget, Jim? No, you didn't forget, Joe. I'm making a joke because they didn't know shit. <laughs> they didn't okay? announce anything is what he's saying. I get it. Because, because all, all, all we know is that the insiders said that Disney bought the rights. Now, these insiders have been 100% right on everything else since. About oh, it's the Latino review of, of anime. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Uh, so the fact that they didn't announce it drives me nuts. No one knows. Uh, New York Comic Con is going to have the first two episodes and like a press screen thing for it. 
But so we don't know. We're all shit, man. And it drives me nuts. I got I got my pirate hat ready. I got my ship. You know, it's getting wind down. I'm ready to sail those seas again, man. What? This pirate hat. Pirate, pirate hat. Oh, because it's one piece. No. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Wait, so I think we're talking about bleach. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to rip it from the internet, Joe. I'm gonna have to steal it. Oh, pirate hat! Oh, gotcha. I'm gonna have to steal Sorry, it, Joe. Yes. No, I get it. Hey, no, you, 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 you're gonna have to like remove the Zoom call so when the feds come knocking. It's all right. Nobody nobody out. listens to this show, Jim. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, sorry. You just threw me off when you said pirate. My brain immediately went to One Piece because that's all I. I well, yeah. Oh, oh, the giant fire extinguisher. Some put the volumes side by side is actually insane. Oh, that thing is ridiculous. It's not. If you open that, you will break the spine. Okay. <laughs> like, why would you even buy that? Why? Why would you make? Why? Because it's a showpiece, Joe. Maybe you want to flatten something out, and you need something big and heavy. You know. Right. You, you know what else is a what else is a showpiece, Jim? Is a beautifully organized full bookshelf of the complete set of One Piece volumes. Oh, you can buy oh, those yeah. too. Don't worry, buy them both. Yeah, they don't oh, need yeah, to don't be glued together. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing of that is, like, as I, as I noted in the Discord, like, it's good. It, one Piece isn't done. That thing is going to get probably twenty five percent bigger. Yeah. By the time it's all said and done. So Absolutely. That's funny. And all then uh, the last thing, Avatar. What do you want to talk about? Avatar is back. So Avatar is back in the theaters. James Cameron or the animated stuff? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the James Cameron Avatar re-released oh, yeah, yeah. in Avatar theaters. was re-released in theaters yesterday. Yeah. They're trying to pump it up again before the next Avatar movie comes out. And there has been a rash of articles. And 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 maybe this is very similar to uh, my Star Wars prequel feelings, right? But there's this mm-hmm. rash of articles that are obviously written there are people younger than me, and they're like, hey, jerks, Avatar rules, deal with it. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. It does no. not. It is terrible. And what? now there's like this, all these people, there's this groundswell of people. They're like, no way. I remember it being great. I remember it being, oh, I thought it was awesome. Like, uh, sort of Avatar, it? Avatar <laughs> is a technical and visual. Yes. It is a uh, feat. It is a tremendous it. Tr- technical and visual achievement. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was a blockbuster uh, f- box office success, highest grossing movie of all time. Again, sorry, Avengers. Um, but it is, it is a terrible yeah, story. It's a Sam Worthington vehicle. Okay. And you know how bad Sam Worthington it's, is in the yeah, movie? It's so it's bad. This, like they took him out of the new trailer. He's not even in the new trailer. Right? Well, that's because he's not. Like, his body's gone. He's just a Navi now. I get it. He was still the main character of the movie, Joe. Go back and watch the old trailer. Sam Worthington's all over it because I thought he not. was going to be huge. <laughs> so, 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 so you're upset that of the hype machine that's coming for Avatar's Two through twenty. Yeah, whatever, I, I just I don't buy it. And the, he, once there again, are, there are I believe there are. Uh, James Cameron has promised. Yes. Uh, five Avatar movies. Yeah, well, yes. yeah. Which yeah. and like they're just gonna shovel this crap down our throat. You love like, it. We'll be you we'll love be it in the ground. We'll be dead in the ground before it. the last Avatar comes out. <laughs> no. Well, no. Like two, two's done. Three is there's filming so like they're not waiting like in between a lot of the it's not going to be 15 years in between yeah no. like why wait 15? i know he's james cameron he's exploring the oceans man he's raising the bar yeah so said, he was trying course. to find jesus's house for a while there yeah. there was a whole documentary about yeah, it. Yeah, Look, james brown is not a young james brown james cameron is not a young man he needs to hurry it up 
Well, yeah, but he's no, also he, not like George R.R. R. Martin in trouble, you know? Like, James yeah. Cameron's a pretty spry guy. He's, I think he takes care of himself. Well, I don't think George R.R. R. Martin is that old either, but he does oh, no, but, have to drop oh, dead at any moment. Joe. That's not the point. Yeah, he's, he's in a No, bitch. I get it. Yeah, he does, he does not <laughs> look yeah, like a good shit. Yeah. yeah, big fat and, smoking and, guy, you know? And, and, and back on that, House of the Dragon is awesome. It is. I love it. I'm, I'm so happy it is back. I'm really liking it. even more cringe about the other crap. But the last two seasons of the of the other show? Yeah. Ah, but who cares? You know what? We've moved on. I care, Joe, because I like the story. I agree. I'm with you okay. 100%, Jim. So and I think they're doing the, this the, the, the much problem, better. The, pro- the problem was that he did not finish. And those those people that were doing the show were good at adapting. They're not good at writing. Yes. And so you, those last – and that's why this, this, this show is excellent. Matt Smith is – Holy shit. He's Have been, you seen him before? Oh, yeah. Doctor Who. I mean, Matt Smith has been it? fantastic on this show. I love him. He's yeah, so I mean, good. But, you know, Great. this was the, this week was the, this was the last, uh, this was the last episode with. Um, the kid actors. Yeah. Yeah. The, kid the, actors. the younger yeah. actors. Yeah. Next, it's time jump. Big time jump. Yeah. Actually. Big time jump. Yep. I'm into um, it. And I will say the, the fourth episode dipped for me a little bit because I was just sort of like. Ah, this seems I want to see more of the world and what's going on. I get it, it's a personal story and everything. Right. But like uh, whatever. And oh, then the last we episode. Need more, we need to see more dragons. Yes. There's like 14 dragons, I guess. We should see about nine of them. But we only seen like three or four of them already. So yeah. Hot dragon on dragon hot action. Hot dragon on dragon action. Totally yeah, agree. Right. Jim, always good Later. to talk to you, my man. Later, guys. All right. Bye, Jim. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. Let's reach into our voicemail bag. Let's see what we got here. This thing is filthy, by the way, and I just feel gross even putting my hands I in it. I keep telling you to wash it. It's so gross. Oh, I've been going crazy to talk to my beautiful two-headed baby boy. <laughs> Why? Because of the Werewolf by Night trailer i tell you what he who burns at the touch oh my god (laughs) i'm going crazy freaking out excited and i would trade in the rest of the season of she hulk and andor to get jack russell right now i need jack russell (laughs) now now it's time okay guys um i want to say thank you for Again, choosing my suggestion for the Cosmic Long Box, I really giggled. It was a guilty pleasure for you guys to do Swords and Soups, and I'm sorry it didn't always shape out to be great. (laughs) You read titles that I kind of wanted you to read other ones. You probably would have had a better time, but it wasn't all bad, but it was mostly bad. Uh, That doesn't bode well for what I love the most in comics, but Hey, whatever. Um, I'm glad you did it. And you know what? You can enjoy more Archon and you can enjoy more Crystar crystal warriors because they both returned in the same series. What? When Jason Aaron did weird world war zone. Oh, that's right. That's right. Back when there was war zone going on. Yep. And I've always loved Weird World ever since I discovered it back in the uh, Marvel magazines, the Warriors of the Shadow Realm. But um, also, I can't. I was really surprised, Matt, that you ha- you acted like you'd never heard of Fafford and the Gray Mouser, especially when Mike Mignola drew. I know that four issue prestige book from Dark Horse. Um, it was written by Howard Chaikin, and it adapted 
um, Fritz Leiber's short, some of his short stories, and they kind of tried to do it in a chronological thing. I think they kind of, the translation kind of fails a little bit, but it does have my favorite story in it as part of the series. And um, it's gorgeous. It's great. If you can find the collection, I say do it. Uh, Magnolia also did all the spot illustrations and the covers for uh, two volume uh, paperbacks that they did when they did collect uh, a bunch of Libra's works. Bye. Toots, you will be happy to know that I am actively shopping for it now. I, I listened to the first Fafford and the Gray Mouser audiobook, and I really liked it. And then I went out and got on eBay, and I'm like, all right, I got to buy this Mike Magnolia. I book. don't really think that it I don't have it. requires that much intensity to say the name Fafford. It's I just, just like saying it like that because of the way it's spelled. Because, you know, they push back on vowels it's over there. It's just a so bunch of consonants together. I feel like I, I should mean, punish him for that. So Weird World, 2015. It was Jason Aaron and Mike Del Mundo. It was a... It was a Secret Wars tie-in. Originally, it was a Secret Wars tie-in. Yeah. And then they did a Weird World series um, after that. But this was the War Zones, which would have been the Secret Wars tie-in, um, where they brought back Archon and Kristar. Um, so you want to talk about, and I'm just going to roll this right into my answer, but you want to talk about a mm. guy whose art is too beautiful for comics. I would submit Mike Del Mundo. That dude is insane with what he does. His art is gorgeous and he can paint. He can do the straight up comic stuff. His covers are incredible. That weird world book is nuts. Totally nuts. And it's Mike Del Mundo exploding <laughs> all over the pages. That guy is amazing. I'm going with him because somebody stole my P, my P Craig Russell answer. Mike Del Mundo. Check that dude out. Um, yeah, Okay, I mean that's fair. I love Mike Del Mundo. Um, I think this is not uh, you know to bag on anybody because these are all solid choices. But the common thread for all of these answers so far is that while these artists are tremendously gorgeous, uh, their their work is tremendously gorgeous. They are only known for doing comics. Yeah, <laughs> and. And so when you like too beautiful for comics, like I tried really hard to think of somebody that like almost felt like they were slumming it, you know, not obviously not slumming it because well, sure, we love sure, comics, sure. but it's like this person has no business being here. They don't normally come here into this realm. Don't get used to seeing them around. Right. Don't expect them to draw Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, and that person for me is James Jean. James Jean. James Jean was the original cover artist of Fables. Okay. Um, and he did those amazingly beautiful, uh, intricately detailed painted covers. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> James Jean is an actual fine artist. Uh, and, and so like to see his work in comics just is sort of like, it, it, it adds an air of, again, not to bag on anything, but it adds this extra air of legitimacy. It's like, look at this. Look at the person drawing the cover to this book. Look at this book. And it's, it's some of the most gorgeous artwork you will ever see in comics is on the cover of Fables. Yeah. It's intense. The covers of Fables. James Jean is uh, James Jean to me is an artist that was too good to be doing comic work, and and yet he did for many years. Yeah. Um. 
And I don't know why. Like, I don't know how they got them or what they, I mean, dollar dollar bills, y'all, I guess. But, like. I feel like Vertigo he, was just really does, good. But does he love? But does he love comics? Right? Like, sure. I, I, I'll bet like, he does. I'll, I'll, we'll never know. I, I maybe there are interviews out there, but like, I'll bet he does. I, I like. Is this the sort of? Is this sort of person like secretly a comic fan? And he's like, yeah, I'll draw your comic book. Covers. I think his. If you look at, I'm looking at his art on Instagram right now, and I think if you look at a lot of it, it is definitely very pop art and comic inspired. There's some of it is pop art inspired. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So I don't find it hard to believe that he's a comic book fan at all. Also, Vertigo, and not not necessarily at the Fable time, but earlier Vertigo. They Vertigo were, is known for they were famous for big this. swings. Yeah. In, in terms of a, like Dave McKean. Dave McKean, right? like, perfect example. Yeah. We we talked about this last time we we got together. Like um, the original cover art, and I'm putting that in quotes uh, because to say that it's cover art implies that it's like on paper. Uh, sold at Heritage Auction. Uh, it was for like Sandman number five, I think, uh, five or six. I, I believe it's the one where he goes to hell to, to meet Lucifer for the first time. Um, I think you're right. And that sold that sold at auction for an absurd amount of money. Uh, and when you see the piece in real life, it is... Um, it's a five foot tall construction project. Right. Right. Like it's a, it's, it is a, like a literal wooden box yeah. with. They photographed it. More compart <laughs> with compartments full of tchotchkes. Yeah. And then like a painted image in the middle and like it, and they have it standing next to a, a full size human person. And it is almost as tall as this woman. And like, so like Dave McKean is like, why, how, how is this guy doing comic books? Bill Sienkiewicz. Yeah. Sienkiewicz. So guy. Bill Sienkiewicz, like early Bill Sienkiewicz, you wouldn't have known. But Bill Sienkiewicz now, it's like, what the hell? How does it, how is this guy a comic book? They artist? love it. They love it. You know, now I fully, I think Dave McKean was actually a buddy of Gaiman and he was like, I'm using yeah, your probably, art. probably, right. I'm yeah, like, I'm, yeah, yeah, you yeah, need no, to I, be more famous. And I think it really gave him a push. So, but great answer. Both and like, just go back and look at any of those old Vertigo covers from back mm -hmm. in the '90s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They were now. I think that's another thing that may have done a disservice to a lot of Vertigo books too, because the '90s were so flashy comic book style. I will tell you this: early People, '90s Vertigo interior art, yeah, does not always live you, up to the expectation. You would look at the cover and go, "Oh my god, this is stunning!" And then open it and go. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's going on, huh? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into hey, great, 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 great question. You guy. Great question. <laughs> uh, great. God. Great question, Frank. Great answers. You guys. This was a really fun one. Yeah. This one was heady and uh, like, cool. I love talking about art like this, but now we got a new one. It's not heady at all. This one's going to be great. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, this one's fun and stupid. Let's do it. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Kevin. I'm calling from the uh, Great White North of Central Canada. Yeah, another Canadian. We are slowly taking over. Um, just a uh, comment for the uh, question of the week. I've been rewatching the Venture Brothers for like the third or fourth time, and I love that show. And I had a uh, thought if uh, all of comicdom uh, was governed by like an agency of the uh, League of Calamitous Intent, um, who would you uh, 
be a henchman for? Or uh, alternatively, who would be your arch nemesis? Um, that's it. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of great answers and keep up doing the great work. And uh, talk to you later. Bye. We're doing it this week, Kevin. Awesome. Who would Absolutely. you hench for? Uh, we are. I just want to say thank you for making us Canada's number one number one in Canada talk baby. show. Yeah. Um, and get it so right, yeah, America. Uh, when is America going to figure it yeah, out? It's you embarrassing. Know, America God, is a backwards country. Man. So we far behind these assholes. Thanks, Obama. Uh, <laughs> if the world was populated by secret agencies, villainous or heroic or otherwise, uh, you know, Shield, Sphinx, uh, the Guild of Calamitous, Calamitous Intent, uh, who would you hench for yeah. or be an agent for? Who do you want to work for? I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love it so much. This could be um, great. I'm just going to say right now. Don't say Hydra. They're Nazis. <laughs> I mean, sure. You know. But Don't say Hydra. Hey, I'm just hey. saying it right now. Just keep that in the back of your head. If you really want to be Hydra, just leave, keep it to yourself. You can sell, if you can sell it, I'll listen. But that you're doing it on the internet, friend. Saying, Think about Don't that. Don't do it. <laughs> I, for, you, for your own well-being. You're going on the internet it. saying, I want to be a Nazi. <laughs> Now, that is very popular in some political parties right now, but we're not going to get into that on this show. Like, there so. are lots of, sp- <laughs> like, there are lots of Hydra, sp- like, AIM is technically a Hydra spinoff. I'm not going to fault you for AIM, because no. somebody just had a fun idea, and they, they had to come from somewhere. And those like, hats friggin' rule, man. I love the AIM hats. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just, you know what? Just make sure you know, just make sure you know what organization uh, you're dealing with See, before you say it out Joe, loud on the internet for you everybody. You sound like you might be racist against Nazis, you know? I mean, just I am. That I'm out there. happily, glad We'll do it next week on Cover to Cover this Wednesday. We're going to talk about new comics. We'll have another Patreon extra for you kids that pay for this garbage. We appreciate it and we love you, but we got to get out of here. My name is Matt Baum. My name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Twitter Nerd signing off.